Fernando, que ele realmente... Um, the, the council meeting is being live streamed. You can watch it in three different ways. You can go to the longmontcolorado.gov online services agendas and minutes and pull the meeting up there. You can also watch our YouTube channel at Longmont YouTube. It's also being streamed through the Longmont Public Media website, longmontpublicmedia.org forward slash watch, and also on Comcast channels 8 and 880. Um, may we have a roll call, please? Absolutely. Mayor Peck? Present. Councilmember Hidalgo Faring? Here. Councilmember Martin? Here. Councilmember McCoy? Present. Mayor Pro Tem Rodriguez? Here. Councilmember Waters? Here. And Councilmember Yarbrough? Here. Mayor, you have a quorum. Thank you. Let's uh, stand for the pledge. Anyone wishing to uh, speak at first call, public invited to be heard, will need to add his or her name to the list outside the council chambers, and only those on the list will be invited to speak at the first public invited to be heard. Speakers who do not place their names on the list will have the opportunity to speak during final call, public invited to be heard. And anyone wishing to speak on a second reading or public hearing item, you're asked to add your name to the speaker list for each particular item. And each speaker is limited to three minutes. Please uh, state your name and address. We need to approve our December 20th, 22, 2022 regular session minutes. So that's been moved by uh, Councillor Waters, seconded by Councillor McCoy. Let's vote. Yes, let's verbalize it. Um, all those in favor, raise your hand. Right. And all those opposed. So that passes unanimously. We are now at the agenda revisions and submissions of documents. Um, are there any council members that would like to uh, submit a document for an upcoming council meeting? Councilor Waters. Thank you, Mayor Peck. No, I do not have a document to I do have motion to rest staff. Of course. Uh, let me just clarify, Harold, I think for, between you and Jim, in talking about the royalty uh, royalties that are accru accruing that would have been paid to 
oil and gas operators, for those to be used in ways other than going back into funds would require a change in financial policy. Is that correct? I think, I, I think I, that was the advice I got from Jim. Um, I'm going to have Jim and Eugene jump in this because I think in some of the cases there are legal issues. Well, well let me let me law. let me make the motion, okay. and then you know, we can you can sort this out later. The motion is to direct staff to bring back whatever changes would need to be made in our financial policies that would allow discretion of this council to direct those three million dollars to something other than just reverting back into the into to the city funds. The point here is council discretion to direct those funds and the change in the policy to make that happen or allow that to happen. I have a second motion after this. Second. So that's been moved by Councillor Waters and uh, seconded by uh, Mayor Pro Tem Rodriguez that the $3 million that we have from the oil and gas royalties uh, be allow council to have discretion on how those are dispersed. Is there any discussion? Um, who do we have up here? Councillor McCoy. Okay. Uh, Councillor Hidalgo Faring, are you on this or for something else? Okay, uh, you know, I would like to hear with um, what Jim Golden has to say before I um, vote on any kind of motion. Um, yeah, I don't, he seems surprised. <laughs> it could be Eugene. Mayor Peck, members of council, Jim Golden, chief financial officer. I'm, I'm looking at Eugene as well. I think it's, it's. I, I, I guess if you're looking to the fi chief financial officer for an answer, you can you can change your financial policies. Uh, is a question I think of whether we believe that we can redirect some of those monies from uh, the the two, the open space fund and the water fund that own that property, and be receiving that. So. I'm going to defer to Eugene from there. Mayor and Council, Eugene May, City Attorney, uh, I'd prefer to address it in a confidential email to you. I can get that to you later this week. Everyone in the queue, are you in the queue for this discussion? Okay. No. Okay. Uh, Councillor Waters. Oops. Thanks, Mayor Peck. When you do that, when you draft that memo, it will be really helpful for me for you to explain how it would be okay to send $3 million to oil and gas operators, but not to other city needs, right? That would be required that it go back into that, to the water fund and the open space fund, since it was going to go to oil and gas, and that we would be constrained or wouldn't, we couldn't find a way uh, to create the discretion of the council to direct those funds. So if there's a legal constraint, I'll be, I'd be very I'd be anxious to know, but I'm going to want I'm going to if either in the if you don't provide it in the email I'll ask that question here. Why could we send it to oil and gas and couldn't use it for other purposes in the interest of the city? Now, so I have another motion. Should I well, log out and then log back in? No, we need to vote. I, on I know. This motion I, first. I, I know. I, if there are no more comments, I'll just leave my microphone on because I have another motion. Oh, okay. 
um, do you you don't uh, do you have a question, Councillor? Can you turn on your microphone? Okay, Councillor um, Martin. It, it may be that the answer is more complex than yes or no. It may be that some of the funds can be re redirected. Uh, as long as the council is told in this postulated discussion what we have at our discretion or the reasons why not, if, if not, then it seems like that's something that I can support without you know, knowing what the, the outcome of the discussion is going to be. That's why we need to have a discussion. Um, just understanding that it's not necessarily going to be an up or down thing for the whole three million. Yeah, without playing attorney, I think there are different components. You have property that are that's owned by enterprise fund, and you have property that's owned by general fund. The general fund's a pretty straightforward answer. If if the general fund contributed it, that is a pretty straightforward answer. The question that Eugene has to answer is related to the the revenue derived that's owned by properties that are owned by enterprise funds. And, and the open open space isn't an enterprise fund, but it's a separate fund. So uh, Eugene, in that confidential email, um, I would like you to uh, explain the difference because Councillor Waters said, why would we pay $3 million? But those, those are were going to be royalties that we received that we were going to pay back. So what I would like to know is if we did not make the contractual, contractual agreement to pay those royalties back to oil and gas, where would they have gone anyway from the very start when we got those royalties? Those normally wouldn't have been up to council discretion, would they? So would you address the, that in your email? So we need to vote on this motion. Oh, okay, Councillor Hidalgo Ferry. Can we put this vote on hold so um, until we get the email from Eugene? So that's what I would because I, I would like to know before I vote yes or no, I, I'd like to know exactly what, what my vote would implicate. I guess what you, with the way I understand that is um, before we before we vote on the discretionary funds, we need to know if they are able to be discretionary. So that's up to you, Councillor Waters. This is your motion. Okay. Uh, let's vote. So this is going to be, could be. Let's do a voice vote. All those in favor of the motion? So all those in favor? All those opposed? So that, um, passes. I didn't see Shakita's vote. She was EA. 
Okay, so that passes with Councillor Waters, Councillor Martin, uh, Mayor Pro Tem Rodriguez, and Councillor Yarbrough uh, in, as a yay vote, and Councillor McCoy, Councillor Hidalgo Faring, and Mayor Peck as a no. Councillor Waters. Thanks, Mayor Peck. Uh, on November 29th, we accepted, we approved a donation from the uh, Seward Family Foundation to support uh, operations and development of the museum. Uh, that was the provocation for me to work on a resolution I brought back to council for consideration. Uh, I moved to direct staff to bring that back. I was asked to delay until January, which I agreed to do. And I understood then what was going to, how this was going to play out. I would not have agreed then. So uh, given that, I am now uh, offering a motion, making a motion to direct staff to return for council consideration uh, the resolution I drafted that this council has seen that's been presented publicly for council consideration the next regular council meeting So it's been moved by councillor Waters, second by councillor Martin that we bring back his uh, His resolution on the Well, it was the museum a resolution on the museum and how that would be funded um, so is there any discussion on this? Oh, let's vote. No. I'm opening it up for discussion. Was there, a second? there was a second. It was Councillor Martin. That's where I got confused. Oh. Is there any discussion on this? Councillor Hidalgo uh, Ferry. Okay, and this is just to bring it back for us to vote on. Um, I'm, I'm okay with that. Um, yeah, and, and I'll reserve the conversation at a later time. Uh, I'm okay with it also as long as we get, before you bring it back for consideration, because I didn't hear that there was a, any date certain. Eugene, is there any possibility that we could have um, that letter before then as well? Because that resolution encompassed all those dollars. Yes, Mayor, we uh, probably planning on getting it out this week. Okay, thank you. Week. All right. I see no other discussion. Let's vote. And once again, I don't have it, so let's do a voice vote. Okay. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. All those opposed? So that passes unanimously. Councillor McCoy. Thank you, Mayor Peck. Uh, I'd like to uh, add to the revision agenda to ask that we start a discussion to create a community name change committee in the effort to find an appropriate name change for the following city streets, Mount Evans Drive, Mount Evans Place, and Mount Evans Street. This is prompted by the state of Colorado's decision to replace the name of Mount Evans to Mount Blue Sky. I feel that this, that we as a community leaders should not wait until our community members are outraged due to the due to a tone deafness or and a serious lack of cultural sensitivity to react, I think the change of names should be appropriate, uh, like when we changed the name of Shivington Drive to Sunrise in two thousand five. All right, that's been moved by Councillor McCoy, seconded by Councillor Hidalgo Faring. It's open for discussion. Councillor Hidalgo Faring. Councillor Waters. Whoops. 
Thanks, Mayor Peck. Um, could you just talk a little bit more about, you mentioned the committee, um, who would organize, who would chair, kind of operationally, how, how are you envisioning this motion would be implemented? Sorry. In the past, um, uh, I spoke with, uh, uh, through email, Sandy Cedar, and in the past we uh, had a process for doing that, and I suspect that we could probably, uh, you know, take that uh, process and, and apply it here. Maybe, Sandy, if you have any input on that, maybe you can give what that, uh, what Councilor Waters is asking for. Thank you, Mayor Peck, members of Council, Sandy Cedar, Assistant City Manager. Um, you know, we went back and took a look, because the last time we did this was, was, was with Shivington Drive. You may, may or may not remember that we did a name change of Shivington Drive uh, quite a few years ago, and we did have uh, a neighborhood conversation with folks. Um, you know, I think it came up several times. We had several meetings that uh, identified the cost of what that might be. We worked with the neighbors, uh, and then we went through that planning process to make that change once everybody had decided that that's really what needed to happen. But there was, this, there was resident input. Um, there was certainly a lot of conversation about what it would cost those residents to change their address, um, et cetera. So we do have a process through Community Neighborhood Resources that works with planning and development services in order to make sure that it's a clear process. We'd be happy to bring it back since the motion is to put it on the agenda. Okay. Okay. All right. So it looks like. Oh, you're all lit up. <clears throat> Thank you, Mayor Peck. Um, I've heard grumblings about some other potential renaming issues. So I would just like to maybe suggest that the motion include. Uh, review of any particular troublesome names um, for renaming issues. Uh, I, I'm not sure if anybody else has seen some of what I've seen, but there's some other ones that I've heard that might be coming before the city council, and so maybe having that process play out at the same time instead of having it come up multiple times would be helpful. Councillor McCoy. I think that's an excellent idea, and that's the sort of uh, spirit in which this is uh, presented. So do you uh, want to amend the motion to include that, or? You did. Okay. La, uh, all right. No more uh, discussion in the queue. Let's vote. All those in favor, say aye. aye. All those opposed. So that passes unanimously. So I have... Okay, Councillor Hidalgo, Perry. Okay, so um, I do um, want to make a motion to direct staff uh, to determine exact cost of a multipurpose dome built within an area of 175,000 square foot um, area and bring back an amount for ongoing costs and after discussion with these two um, departments, children's youth and families along with recreation department, what they would need in order to oversee the facility. Um, and that, that would be my motion. So do I have a second? Okay, okay that's been moved by Councillor, excuse me, Hidalgo Faring, to uh, direct staff to look at the operational cost, citing um, whatever it would cost to get a 750-foot mm -hmm. dome, and that was... 50,000-square-foot dome, yes. 750,000-square-foot dome, or... Uh, 
what staff seems applicable uh -huh. and the cost of that. Mm -hmm. um, yes. Um, I would like to speak to my motion. Just a moment. It's uh -huh. been seconded by Councillor McCoy. Yes. So, any discussion uh, in the queue is Councillor Martin, well, but I, okay. uh, Councillor Hidalgo Ferry, go ahead. Yeah, before people start weighing in, I do want to speak to my motion. So, I had been in ongoing conversation with the Children's Youth and Families. I am the, the liaison to the city, um, the Youth Council. Um, and, you know, because this money is supposed to go to youth, I elicited a lot of feedback from our, our teens. And... Um, School-age children, you know, as a teacher, we were able to have that capacity to, to get the survey out to my colleagues, and they were able to have discussions within their classrooms as well, and with the families that they know. Um, the problem that has been coming again and again, and I've seen this happen within our school system, are not necessarily the high-achieving, the kids that, that have those goals in mind, that they're out there, they're, they're in competitive sports, they're doing a great job. They, the issue is you have, and this is coming from a personal, I have a son with autism and he's, and he's gotten in trouble with the law in the past, where we need an outlet for kids who have, the, the system has failed them, you know, that we have failed them in some way, shape or form, that they can have a connection with the youth center, with um, people who are, who are highly educated and highly and know how to reach out you know, we have some phenomenal staff. We just need a space for them to go to. Um, a concern that uh, I've heard from staff from um, Children's Youth and Family is that there's no facility, there's no place. They have the youth center, which is very small. They have, even when we tried to host sister cities, they didn't have a, the, the youth didn't have a place to shower. If we build this right, um, in conversations I've had with um, Christina Pacheco, we could have a locker room area where our sister cities youth can come out and they can use that space that is our own. Um, the other piece is having the opportunity for um, our, our um, youth center staff to network with kids, to get them out and, and finding productive play and productive activities for them to do. Um, the issue that I heard in my years of being on, on youth council is that there's no space. They're having to go to depend on classrooms or other building facilities. Um, so that, that was the feedback I received from, um, from um, some staff in that, in that regard. Um, and, you know, there's ways that we could go around hours of operation. You know, there's, there's lots of opportunity that we could bring down ongoing operational costs, but I just need staff to be able to have the time to thoroughly research this. Um, in conversations I've had with Harold, he's anticipating, you know, he kind of threw an estimate of maybe 10 hours. Um, you know, I don't want something super in depth, but just to give us a ballpark figure. Um, uh, you know, I, I, I know that, you know, and I'm the liaison to the museum, so I don't want it, I don't want it to sound like I'm not in support of the museum. I am. However, we have some kids and we're seeing it over and over again with the crime that we're experiencing in our communities that, and it's coming from our youth and we need to help get them on the right track and Council, council Member Yarborough and I really feel that this would be um, a place, a safe space that we can give them the supports and provide staff that need 
that they would need to help them make some good life choices. Councillor um, Martin. Thank you, Mayor Peck. Um, uh, first I of all, I want to say that the council members, Hidalgo, Faring, and Yarbrough, did an excellent job of making the need case for a recreational gathering, maybe even counseling facility located on the northeast side and that I fully support both the need um, and the case. Uh, what I don't support is the idea that, that the conclusion of, of a dome as the specific format for this place um, is, is related to the need case in any firm way. Uh, and, uh, and because of that, I don't think that 10 hours is appropriate it might, it might be 10 hours to figure out how much a dome would cost, but whether the dome is the right solution and whether it is um, uh, you know, the right investment of maintenance costs, all of that is a different thing. And uh, I, I, while well, I think we have a very urgent need for a facility such as the need case described, um, you know the dome. We, we we haven't we haven't done any assessment of available spaces that could be used in the city, and I'm sure it was not done with perfect information about what those spaces, what those existing spaces are. Um, we, it just isn't ready to assign that much money to, and especially ongoing costs to. I do understand the urgency of the need. I believe that this should be um, something that is discussed in depth at the retreat and that a, a reasonable and much larger amount of staff time or perhaps some consulting time be allocated to it instead because I just don't believe that it's hasty. So I am not going to vote for the motion in its present form, but I am in favor of the general idea. Councillor Waters. Thanks, Mayor Peck. Just to be clear, this is a motion not to bring something back, but to, to direct staff. Is that correct? Yes. Tonight. Um, it would be, I would have, it would be more persuasive or helpful if the groups that had been consulted on this would have included our Parks and Rec Advisory Board. Uh, for me, this isn't, really isn't a, a question about costs. We have $18 million of a backlog in our budgeted and capital improvement budgets over years that have accrued to the point where we have an $18 million backlog to get parks and rec projects out, out the door or fully developed. Uh, it, for me to vote yes on this, I would have to know that the Parks Advisory Board would, would put this above to take something out that's already prioritized and for which we've budgeted uh, and to replace something else with this because it's we have the money to do this that's not a question the question is where does it fall in relationship to all the things because everything that's in that backlog is is at least to some degree in that backlog or has been approved for the very same reasons that you've offered for serving the whole community but youth in particular so um, the, the, the idea of doing more and better for our kids is, is spot on. Uh, to, to not have the folks who we've asked to advise us on 
these kinds of projects, recreation projects, to not even be consulted puts me in a position to say, I'm not going to vote for this, not because I don't think kids deserve the best we can do, but we've got plenty of money to do a lot for kids. We just have the, the reason we can't get that out the door now are staffing issues. Councillor Yarbrough. Thank you, Mayor Peck. Can you all hear me? Okay. Um, okay, so the main thing is, as we asked the first time, is to get staff, we need to direct staff to get the information so that we can see what's, what's reasonable. Um, this proposal is staff recommendation for what they see and what they need, not what uh, Councillor Hidalgo Farron and myself. We have done the survey, we have asked. Um, we, I, I totally agree with you, uh, Councilor Waters. We, we had uh, Jeff Friesner at the meeting, we had Christina Pacheco at the meeting um, to talk about the needs, and that's where we got the information of the needs for our youth. They need more space. We're not trying to pull, you know, bring something quick, bam, thank you, ma'am. That's not what we're trying to do. We are trying to extend the services um, for the youth center, for these kids, and particularly in a, uh, a neighborhood where kids can just really walk to that area um, and get those services from the youth center right next to the youth center that's already there. And that is why we chose that area. And that's fine. It's open for negotiation. We just need them to give us the information so we can see what's reasonable um, and, and with the needs within the center. That is all we're trying to do. And we cannot get past that for some reason. Um, I'm not, we're not trying to take away parking recs. Um, I think that's a really good idea to have parking recs there too. No problem. Uh, we want to work together. It's for our youth. It's not for me, not for her. It's how we can better our community with the youth and provide opportunities for them to make better choices within the community. And that's really what we want. Thank you. Seeing no one else in the queue, um, I think that looking at this and putting the cost and services as uh, comparable to a brick and mortar place or expanding the youth center may be much different, much more affordable. And um, the direction is just to let staff look into it with no timeline. Whether it's 10 hours or 15 hours of work, that's not our call. That's, uh, that's the operations call, staff's call. So I will be voting for this. Is there any other discussion? Seeing none, let's vote. All those in favor? Aye. All those opposed? So um, Councillor Waters, Councillor Martin are opposed to directing staff to look at uh, the possibility of the dome. Um, Councillor McCoy, Councillor Hidalgo Faring, Mayor Pro Tem Rodriguez and myself voted for. And Councillor, Councillor Yarbrough, sorry, across the world. So that, do you need anything more from that, Don? Okay, 
So I have a motion also. I move to allot $100,000 from the Broncos Youth Dollars to LLV, Longmont Latinx, Latinx Voices, per their presentation and submitted business plan. So I made that motion to allot that money from the Broncos Youth Dollars to LLV, and it's been seconded by Councillor McCoy. Open up for discussion. Councillor, I'm going to try to call on you, Councillor Martin, but it seems like every time I push this button, it goes to the di under different person. So we'll see if it works. Thank you, you Mayor Peck. It looks like it works. Um, I have received other requests. Um, one of them came in in a timely fashion according to what we directed to, and the person was misdirected, so his proposal was not received. Another person seeing that it was going to be reconsidered, in fact, two other people seeing that it was going to be reconsidered, um, uh, subsequent to the last council meeting where these ideas were presented, also said, what do I do about um, making an application for this windfall money? If we're going to be awarding windfall money to organizations of residents, we should have some rules. It shouldn't be that you just get it because you were first in line. It shouldn't be that you should just get it because somebody likes the idea. Because um, frankly, of the three, you know, I only like one of them, and I don't think it's the most urgent need we have. I'd go with the youth center on the east side, frankly. That's what I think the most urgent need is. But I think that we need fairness. We need accountability in the sense that uh, if we're uh, awarding a significant amount of money, we need to have some type of oversight and some thorough documentation of how the money is going to be spent and how the organization that's going to suspend it to spend it is going to perpetuate. And I don't think, just as I didn't think that an effective requirements process for the dome had been carried out or could be carried out in the amount of time that was suggested, I don't think we have such a process, and I think awarding it now would be extremely unfair. And I don't want to see it happen, so I will not be voting for this. So, uh, Councillor Waters, before I call on you, I just want to make a, at our council meeting, and I think it was December 27th, that we put a timeline that applications would be, that would be the timeline for them. Um, unfortunately, that's not what the paper reported. So when they reported the Bronco money, they did not report what was stated at the council meeting that we were going to put a timeline for applications. So, uh, Councillor Waters. Thanks, Mayor Peck. <clears throat> Let me just clarify the motion. Uh, your motion is to actually authorize tonight, not to bring something back? Correct. Well, I'm going to vote against that because okay. um, I might have voted to bring it back. Um, here's here's the with the specific proposal. Mm -hmm. um, I understand. I, I think I understand what's driving it. Um, he, the part of the proposal that that I'm concerned about is the request for fifty thousand dollars, twenty five just to go in a bank account, and twenty five thousand to support fundraising. So I, I would ask you for every nonprofit in town that serves women in need, children in needs, 
safe shelter, you name it, that also needs $50,000 to, to support their fundraising, or 25 to support their fundraising, 25 to go in the bank for, an, uh, for um, uh, <laughs> an endowment. Uh, what would be the constraints? What, what would be the message to them? Should they get in line and, and come with the same proposal? That, that's a question. And I want to make a statement. Um, for, in my, from my perspective, um, uh, we don't have much discretion. I haven't gone through by five budget cycles. I appreciate the times, a couple times late in the budget cycle, we've been told there's some one-time unallocated money. You have discretion as council over what to do with that. But it's generally pretty late, and it, and it doesn't happen every year. It didn't happen this year, but it has happened in a couple of years. We all, when we, when we approved a $414 million budget on October, or whatever our last meeting in October was, I, we didn't have discretion over a single dollar in that budget. Now, we reviewed the, the proposals, and, and the dollars were well spent. I, I'm not questioning any of that. But, there, but what we do is listen and nod and with zero discretion. For me, here comes potentially, I don't know, we'll, we'll see what we get from Eugene, with royalty income and, and not speculating the money from the, the uh, windfall from the sale of Broncos. Uh, I appreciate, you know, inviting public you know, pro applications or proposals. I just don't understand why we would forego one time as elected officials who are elected to do this, to allocate resources, to give up our discretion to allocate those resources as we think we should. And I understand what you're proposing tonight is that, mm -hmm. right? Um, but, but when it goes to processes and applications and who else gets in line, uh, which is, I think, what's going to happen with this. It, it should. Every nonprofit in town should come and ask us for $50,000 if we approve that part of this proposal. So a lot of the nonprofits that you mentioned are under the Housing and Human uh, Services and apply for grants through, through that. And not all of them are specifically for youth. And, and that's the difference in that. Um, but for the people in the audience, what, what LVV, LLV uh, nonprofit is asking for, um, it, is, it is also on the basis of what uh, Councillor Yarbrough and Councillor Hidalgo Fearing are addressing. They put this, um, and they, they were talking to me long before the Broncos money came out. The discrepancy in the socioeconomic part of our population, our residents, whose children are not allowed to participate, and allowed is not the correct word, they are allowed, who cannot financially participate in sports, um, regardless of what sports they are, whether it's swimming or tennis or uh, football, basketball, baseball, whatever it is, male, female, it doesn't make any difference because of the rising costs of participating in these sports. So what, they, what their um, nonprofit is doing or wants to do is to buy the equipment and then rent it out to these kids so that they will be able to participate. The cost of equipment, the cost of shoes, the cost of uh, bats, balls, tennis balls, goggles, it just escalates. So many of them are not allowed to participate based upon their family and socioeconomic situation. So they are asking for dollars, because these dollars are for youth, 
um, to be able to purchase some of this equipment. They have a place to store it, they, et cetera. So um, that is why I'm moving this forward, because they would like the kids to be able to play this summer. And it takes uh, quite a while to get all of that set up. They would like to do it before May, get it all set up and ready to go. Um, I think it's aspirational. I think it is a good idea. I think it will move, it will help our students and our kids. Um, Counselor Hidalgo Fearing. Oops. Well, it looks like Mayor Pro Tim's light came on. So. Uh, thank you, Mayor Peck. I would just like to say that uh, as far as this particular motion is concerned, um, I, I still have some troubles that uh, Council Member Waters uh, kind of voiced as well. I'm 100% behind 50,000 for equipment. I'm like 75% behind maybe the the fundraising, and then I'm 50-50 on the other 25,000 to just stick in a bank account. I understand. The, I read the business proposal and the logic behind that. Uh, what I don't want to do is make piecemeal allocations of a large piece, of larger piece of money. Uh, so I, I won't be in favor of that tonight. Um, as I've, you know, had conversations with fellow council members, uh, I was frustrated by the last time we had a conversation surrounding this topic and said that I'd rather just see all $980,000 go to Children, Youth, and Family Services and be done with it. Uh, that was my preference, but that's not what the uh, proposal, uh, the proposals that have come in have been. I've also been a little bit frustrated by the fact that there was miscommunication, I guess, around the timelines because I did agree that there was some merit to some of the other proposals that came in after the fact. Um, so that's why this continues to frustrate me. And so uh, I won't be voting for this, and I'm gonna. It's gonna take a lot to to get me to a comfortable place with some of the other proposals as well, which is why I did vote for the allocation of some staff time to get some real numbers surrounding the dome proposal. Um, and I just want to make that clear before we take this vote. Thank you. Okay. Councilor Hidalgo Ferry. Um, I would like to um, propose a friendly amendment um, to drop it to 50,000, that we would support the 50,000. I, I okay. would rather be able to support something immediate that can get in the hands of our kids um, who most need it right away. I'll accept that. Councillor um, McCoy. Nope. Right again. As a second, I agree with that. I think that's a good approach. And I think that uh, I, I hope that meets uh, some of the expectations of uh, uh, some of that we're concerned about uh, having this uh, dollars uh, set aside for just uh, putting in a bank account in the okay. future. Councillor Martin. Thank you, Mayor Peck. Um, I do agree with the idea of, of dollars set aside. I think the, the objection was for fundraising primarily. Um, that was the, the really scary part. But I still cannot get past, and even if I am the lone no vote, I will be the lone no vote because even though I approve of the sentiment and even of the plan, this is not fair. This is being, you know, you don't get to grab money just because it's a windfall. You have to have, if we're going to, you know, grant money to, to 
grassroots organizations out of the budget cycle, out of time, for even the best of reasons. Everybody reason, thinks their own reasons are the best. We need to have a fair and equitable process that everybody understands. And I w defend this city's actions vociferously almost all the time, but I cannot defend this when the accusations that are going to come in come in. So I'm very sorry. Thank you. Councilor Waters. Uh, is there a reason why you want to do this tonight as opposed to a direct step to bring something back uh, so we could consider this at the same time, not for the kind of process we went through, but actually to, to cut, cast a vote? I don't know why we would want staff to look at it. I'm confused by that part. Well, generally, when we're here and we're giving direction, it's generally to bring, to move staff to bring things back to the agenda, which is what my motion was a bit ago, as opposed to taking an action. We, we, we did receive an, uh, some materials. It hasn't come through a council communication. It hasn't okay. had public review. Uh, no one who cares about the agenda would have had a chance to see this. I'm going to vote no on the motion for those reasons, even though I might vote yes on the amendment, but on, but but the process. You would like uh, this to has amend been, it. I mean, from the, so would you like to amend the motion to direct staff to well, I'll bring let, it back? I'll on let the you agenda. do that. I, that's not. That's for fine. Me. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. So I will amend the motion to direct staff to bring back on a um, the next regular session uh, to consider allotting LLV uh, uh, fifty thousand dollars from the Broncos Youth Dollars. As, as the second, I, I, I support that. Okay. Uh, I don't see any further discussion. Let's vote. All those in favor? All those opposed? So that looks like that passes unanimously. Thank you, everybody. Uh, we are now on our um, city manager's report. Do you have anything for us, Harold? I do, actually, Mayor Council. Um, as you all will recall, when we talked about um, the potential ballot items that we're going to bring forward, in November, we talked about conducting a poll to assess the community's appetite and support for all the projects that we listed. Um, Sandy has reached out to um, and gotten quotes in terms of doing that work. Um, as we talked about, we don't have any money budgeted for that. Um, and so we were wondering if we could utilize um, up to $40,000 from council contingency to, to pay for the polling on these projects. Um, and also wanted to say Sandy's going to get a, um, a more detailed schedule out to council in the next day or so, but we needed to, because tonight and then next week we have the LHA, we wanted to see if we could get direction on the council contingency for that polling. Um, Councilor Martin. Thank you, Mayor Peck. I will move what the city manager said. I think we should do that. I would move to, to allocate the money. It's been moved by Councillor Martin and second by Councillor Hidalgo Faring to allocate $40,000 up to $40,000 from the council contingency plan to uh, put together a survey on the upcoming bills in the legislature. Is no, that right? No, no, this is for the uh, ballot items on the, the recre um, 
the recreation leisure okay tax I, I totally and, misunderstood that and this is to um, take the items that we discussed with you all and get community feedback this will be a scientific survey based on registered voters and so that's why the cost is different in terms of how we're going to do this um, so it'll be stati statistically significant valid statistically sorry what the city manager said I move that seeing Councilor Hidalgo fairing so um, I do have one request <laughs> um, so at last was it last week or the week before it was last week um, the NGLA the neighborhood groups leadership association um, I had a chance to to talk to them a little bit about um, this process what would be coming down um, there wasn't high interest in you know wanting to tap with you all um, getting that survey and they can assist with getting that survey out to their neighborhoods as well so I think there's a great opportunity for um, you know, a so, collaboration there so this one's going to be a little bit different okay. in, in that we want it to be a statistically valid survey it'll be random sampling of registered uh, okay, voters, okay. voters and so, so it's first it's different than just putting out our normal surveys. Okay. And so we'll be working with a company that specializes in this. Okay. So yeah, and just keep me informed. Thank you. Okay. okay. Seeing no, oops, Councillor Waters. Yeah, just real quickly, thanks, Mayor Peck. Will we have any input into this or get an idea of, of what their methodology is and the questions they're asking? Because I think what they ask and how they ask it becomes really important in terms of what we learn. So part of, we actually had a meeting today to talk about the questions we were going to ask and how we were going to ask it. Sandy and Becky Doyle have a template. They're actually going to reach out to the firm once we select them. We will get that information. We'll, we'll, um, we did talk about sending that to council so you all can look at it. And I'm not Becky, suggesting we have a yeah. meeting here, but it would be, yeah. if you just want yeah. some feedback or to get an idea, mm -hmm. would be helpful to see the kinds of, how they're framed, uh, what the themes are, if there are. Uh, and then feedback we have it directly to Sandy would be fine with me. I just, I'd like to not be surprised by when the survey goes out and people start saying, why that question or why that, you know, that question, that pattern of questions. Yeah, definitely. And we will um, also work with the different, um, so we have a lot of departments with advisory boards. Timing is going to be a critical issue on this one yep. for us because we want to get it out quickly. Yeah. Um, so we can get the results and then have a conversation with council based on that. Um, so yeah, we can send it via email and get feedback. And it's safe to assume that the results of that poll or the polling will seriously or substantially inform as we get into a decision-making timeline. Correct. You know, what, what we should be considering as options. Correct. And why we said up to $40,000 is we also said, um, you know, we're looking not only at a phone poll, but a mail-in poll, but then also the potential of maybe needing a second one, you know, based on what we get and what we settle on. So that's We should have done that the last time we polled. Correct. It's done a, done a second test. Or, yeah. So we, we're, we're looking at that, and that we may need more money based on what we're seeing, but Thanks. that's the approach. Seeing no one else in the queue uh, for discussion, let's vote. All those in favor, say aye. Aye. All those opposed. That passes unanimously. Thank you. So now we're at the special reports and presentations. Uh, we do have a proclamation. Do you have any presentations um, for council? I do not, Mayor, just the proclamation tonight. Thank you. So we have a proc proclamation designated January National Radon Action Month. 
So a proclamation designating January 1st through the 31st, 2023 as National Radon Action Month in Longmont, Colorado. Whereas radon is an invisible, odorless, radioactive gas that threatens the health of our citizens and their families, and radon is a leading environmental cause of cancer mortality in the U.S., and the eighth leading cause of cancer mortality overall. And whereas the Colorado Rocky Mountain region has been marked, has been ranked zone one, an area with the highest radon potential possible by the U.S. Environmental Protection, Protection Agency, and Colorado residential radon data has shown 50% of Colorado homes tested as being at or above the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency's radon action level, and whereas any home in Longmont may have elevated levels of radon and supporting recommended radon practices and policies to re reduce radon exposure is important to protect our community's health and welfare. And whereas testing for radon is simple and inexpensive and identified radon problems can be fixed. And whereas Boulder County Public Health, the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment, the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency, and the American Lung Association are supporting efforts to encourage Americans to test their homes for radon, have elevated levels of radon reduced, and have new homes built with radon-resistant features. Now, therefore, I, Joan Peck, Mayor, by virtue of the authority vested in me in the City Council of the City of Longmont, do hereby proclaim the week of January 1st through the 31st, 2023, as National Radon Action Month in Longmont. And I would like to invite Patty Dooley Strapelli to receive this proclamation. Do you have a few words you would like to say? Okay. I'm Patty Dooley Strapelli with Boulder County Public Health. I'm an environmental health specialist, and I thank you for your time in making this proclamation. Uh, radon is a radioactive gas that causes lung cancer, and lung cancer um, kills more people than breast, prostate, and colon cancers combined. So it's uh, a serious cancer that is avoidable. And testing for radon is easy, and fixing it is also fairly simple. Uh, I appreciate your time, and also thank you for and if anybody has any questions. Now, would you care to have a picture as we present this proclamation to you? Um, I or, don't really need one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> then I will just present it to you. We are now at first call public invited to be heard. Um, I would like to call Tom Smith up first and remember that we would like to have your name and address and you have three minutes. Good evening, Mayor Peck, City Council members. <clears throat> My name is Tom Smith. I live at 1049 Champion Circle. <clears throat> Excuse me. This evening I here to follow up on some information I shared with you previously, <clears throat> particularly 
I will address some process issues related to uh, development and annexation that has come up before you previously. Before I start that, I do want to compliment the uh, Jennifer Hewitt Apperson, who's the planner assigned to this project. She's been very helpful, cooperative in providing information to me and a number of the neighbors that uh, I'm working with. Uh, I need some help, as you know, getting some answers and information over the last several months to information about zoning and different processes within the city. Very interesting that Councillor Waters mentioned processes just a few minutes ago, and that is primarily what I need information on. I have four questions that I'll convey to you. I have them typed out. I will hand to City Clerk Quintana those questions as well as some other background information, and I will leave those to you for some home study, if you would, rather than endure the entire time here in front of the group. <clears throat> uh, the zoning processes really cropped up last week as our neighborhood had a meeting at the senior center. Our informational live stream, I was told, had between 70 and 80 participants a couple of weeks ago. Part of the process challenges, you may know, was that we got our notification meeting and it excluded the time of the meeting and had an incorrect date on it. It took two weeks for that to be updated and we got it, I think, four or five days corrected before the actual meeting and that still got us 70 to 80 people. Our live gathering that people were able to get to and it's increasingly difficult to get a room in the city because of some repairs that Harold and many people know. Uh, we had a schedule to get about 35 chairs in it and we ended up with standing room only and Carlos at the senior center was able to round up some more chairs for us. But the process of how in the heck did this happen to us kept coming up and was certainly the dominant issue of people in our neighborhood. And the questions that came up were uh, each of us, or each of the people are asking, were you aware of these? How did this happen to us? Is, and were the changes that were made consistent with what the city council wanted? Is this consistent with the advertising taking place in our neighborhood that is now showing homes for sale multifamily, we were previously in R1, uh, and did the city council know about the omissions and errors in the proposal, and how do we know if the zoning notifications were done properly? Thank and I'll you, hand Mr. this Smith. to the, the city clerk. clerk. Thank you. There you go, Harold. Lance Whitaker. Council. Uh, my name is Lance Whitaker. I live at 1750 Collier Street, Longmont, Colorado. Apparently, I owe you an apology for last week's outburst. Um, a lot could be said about quitting smoking cigarettes, and last week was not a good week for me. This week's not a very good week for me. Um, but it is National Peanut Butter uh, Day, 
So you all enjoy peanut butter, and while it sticks to your mouth, may you also be aware that it is one of the few uh, materials that carbon alignment can be aligned, and that's what your fake diamonds are made out of, is peanut butter. Um, I'm glad to hear that mayor and council were well-versed on the Declaration of Independence last week. Sitting on this side of the podium, though, I sort of feel like Samuel Adams, whereas I want to make beer, the powers that be want me to make rum. Um, I neither want to make rum nor beer, but I do have a whole lot of other friends that, well, we just like to have some fun too, and I hope you reconsider House Bill 191230 in appreciation for Samuel Adams and his fight. Thank you, Lance. You're welcome. Seeing no one, no one else on the list, I would close public invited to be heard. Uh, we are now at the consent agenda. City Clerk, would you read the consent agenda by title uh, into the record? Absolutely, Mayor. Item 9A is Resolution 2023-04, a resolution of the Longmont City Council approving the intergovernmental agreement between the City of Longmont and the City of Fort Collins for flex bus services. 9B is Resolution 2023-05, a resolution of the Longmont City Council approving the intergovernmental agreement between the City and the Victim Assistance and Law Enforcement Board of the 20th Judicial District for 2023 grant funding for victim services. 9C is Resolution 2023-06, a resolution of the Longmont City Council approving the Second Amendment to the 2021 Intergovernmental Agreement between the City and the City of Boulder for cost sharing for the use of overdrive downloadable digital media. 9D is Resolution 2023-07, a resolution of the Longmont City Council approving an agreement for economic development services with the Latino Chamber of Commerce of Boulder County, and 9E is approved one capital improvement program amendment. Thank you, Don. Do councilors want to pull any items from this consent agenda? Seeing no one, I move that the consent agenda as read. So, Councilor McCoy, was that? The consent agenda was moved by myself, uh, seconded by Councillor McCoy. Let's vote. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. All those opposed? So that passes unanimously. We have ordinance on second reading and public hearings on any item. The first one is A02023-02, a bill for an ordinance amending Chapter 2.20 of the Longmont Municipal Municipal Code related to city departments. Are there any questions from council on this ordinance? I would like to open the public uh, comment on ordinance 2.023, 2023.02. Seeing no one from the audience who would like to speak on this, I close the public hearing. Can I have a motion on this ordinance? It's been moved by Councillor, by Mayor Pro Tim Rodriguez, seconded by Councillor Hidalgo Faring. Let's vote. All those in favor? Aye. All those opposed? 
That passes unanimously. The second ordinance is 2023-03, a bill for an ordinance amending Chapter 4.12 of the Longmont Municipal Code on Purchasing. Are there any questions from Council on this ordinance? Seeing none, I'd like to open the public comment period on this ordinance. Is there anyone in the chamber that would like to comment? Seeing none, I will close the public uh, hearing. So, uh, can I have a motion? I move ordinance 2023-03. So it's been moved by Mayor Pro Tem Rodriguez, seconded by uh, Councillor McCoy. Let's vote. All those in favor? Aye. All those opposed? So 2023-03 passes unanimously. Let's see where else we have. So we have um, Dry Creek Business Park Rezoning Concept Plan Amendment and Comprehensive Plan Amendment. We have three ordinances under this, um, under item C. It's ordinance 2023-04. Uh, would we like to pass these individually? Or as a, so we're going to pass them individually. So 2023-04 is a bill for an ordinance conditionally approving the Dry Creek Business Park rezoning from MU-R, mixed-use regional center, to MU-E, mixed-use employment, generally located at the northeast corner of Dry Creek Drive and Lycans Gulch Road. Uh, are there any comments on this ordinance from council? I'd like to open the, to the public for comment. Seeing no one from the public, I close the public he uh, hearing on these ordinances. Um, can I have a motion? Well, that's what I asked. And so that's been moved by Councillor Waters, seconded by Councillor Hidalgo Faring. Let's vote. All those in favor? Say aye. Aye. All those opposed? So 2023-04 passes unanimously. 2023-05 is a bill for an ordinance conditionally approving the Dry Creek Business Park concept plan amendment, generally located at the northeast corner of Dry Creek Drive and Lycans Gulch Road. Uh, are there any questions from council on this ordinance? Seeing none, I will open the public hearing on this ordinance. Seeing no one from the public wishing to speak on it, I would like a, a motion. So that's been met. This ordinance has been moved by Councillor Hidalgo Ferry, seconded by Councillor Martin. All those in favor say aye. aye. All those opposed? Seeing none, that passes unanimously. Uh, Bill 2023-06 is a bill for an ordinance approving the land use amendment to the Envision Longmont Comprehensive Plan for Dry Creek Business Park, generally located at the northeast corner of Dry Creek and Lycans Gulch. Are there any questions from council on this ordinance? Seeing none, I would like to open the public hearing on this ordinance. Is there anybody from the public that would like to speak on it? Seeing none, uh, can I have a motion? Uh, okay, so that 2023-06 has been moved by Councillor Waters, seconded by Councillor Hidalgo Faring. Uh, let's have a motion, please. We did. Let's vote. <laughs> Aye. All those opposed? So there were no items removed from the, con the consent agenda. Uh, let's take a five-minute break.
Bureau of Business. And uh, we're having a discussion about allocating council board liaison appointments to the newly elected at-large council member, Sean McCoy. So, Don, are you going to do this, or do you want me to? Or um, I would rather you did. I didn't really have anything prepared to help walk you through. We sure. thought it would be a council discussion. There are the five, um, the list that I believe you, Mayor Peck, sent me, the five that uh, Council Member McCoy, maybe somebody's willing to give up to council. They're listed in the council comm. The Consortium of Cities, Neighborhood Group Leaders, Art and Public Places, Museum Advisory Board and the Resource Conservation Advisory Board. There are a couple of those, the neighborhood group leaders and art and public places. Those conflict in terms of time, so that might not work out. I didn't know if you wanted to discuss or what you, how you'd like to walk through. So, thank you, I'm trying to pull it up. My, for some reason my computer doesn't like me very well tonight. So uh, to the public, uh, every time someone comes on uh, the council, they get, to, they get to be a liaison to our advisory boards. Um, they get to be on the advisory board to our uh, different committees. Councilor uh, McCoy is new, so what I did was ask some of the, uh, the ones that had the most liaison appointments if they would like to share some of those so that Councillor McCoy could also have um, some opportunities to serve on those boards. Uh, Councillor McCoy, did you look at this list? Oh, thank you, Mayor Peck. Yes, I, I did, and I, I would do any and all of them. Uh, I know there's some overlap there on some, and, and sometimes that means that you have to go to one early and leave and go to the other, or you have to uh, think about going to one one month and one the next month, however it works out best. Uh, and, I, and I can do that as well uh, if uh, people are against that or, or like being on, on something that would have an overlap, then I'd be willing to take the, the option. There are five. There are five vacancies here. Well, they're not vacant, no, but they will not. be. Are ready no. to uh, let you have. Um, that's quite a few for somebody who's yeah. working full time. So, uh, it's on. Okay. So, and I do notice that a lot of them are mine. Um, the only two that I've noticed that new meetings at work have come up. Um, was um, RCAB, the Resource um, Conservation Advisory Board. Um, it sounds like, no, it was the Consortium of Cities. Consortium of Cities, I'm just the alternate. Uh, that was by Councillor Martin. Okay. She said she would relinquish that. Okay, okay. So I just wasn't sure if that was for the alternate position or the actual that positions. Very interesting. Okay, so yeah, that's not me. Yeah, that's yeah. not me. <laughs> um, and then RCAB was the, was the other one. Um, NGLA, that, uh, there's been occasions where I've had um, work commitments on that evening. It's not happening very often. I just, you know, I, I put that out there as a choice. Um, the museum, there's no, there's no problem with that for me. So I can still keep with that. 
So that leaves the Consortium of Cities. Would you like that one, Boulder Consortium of Cities? Yes, I would. Okay. Uh, Neighborhood Group Leaders Association. I, I would be fine uh, doing that one, too. Okay. Look at the time. There's yeah. The, most of these are after uh, would allow me to, to get home from school. Uh, you know, Boulder Valley's high schools have all gone to uh, 3.55 uh, uh, in times. So that's why uh, then coming back from there is, you know, any time between 30 and 40 minutes. Okay. Art in public places? I, uh, I have served like on that in the past, mm -hmm. uh, it uh, looks but that it has like a has a conflict uh, on uh, the third. So uh, it depends on if uh, if somebody else who who else has that who else oh. was oh Yarbrough oh there okay. she is and what's your thoughts, Councilmember Yarbrough? Um, I can keep it if if it conflicts with with your time. She could keep it if it conflicts with the what the other ones that you are choosing. Oh, which which I would definitely want to do the consortium. I really did like the art in public places. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, I I would I would love to stay on the art in public places. It's kind of right up my alley. Okay. And uh, and because I had years before I got in council, Peter Schmidt and I worked to to Fort bring the a. Um, Art uh, Center to Longmont. Okay. And and then uh, it seems that the uh, the the yeah, resource conservation yeah, advisory board that's in Boulder. It's on my way. Okay. Home. So you're going to take that one, our yeah. cab. Mm -hmm. So I'll take Art those. in public places. Yes. And the consortium of cities. Yep. Perfect. Thank, Thank you, you for this opportunity. You're very welcome. Thank you, councilors, for uh, relinquishing those so that join us in those liaison uh, opportunities. So we are at final call public invited to be heard. Is there anybody in the public that would like to speak at this time? Seeing no one, I close uh, final call public invited to be heard. We're at mayor and council comments. Do we have any comments from counselors? Councilor Waters. Uh, we received an email, I don't remember from whom, the city his, his, uh, from Erica today about the city being recognized as one of the top, what, 1% yes. in, the, in the country? Top, top 10%. 10%. Well, that's pretty doggone good. Could somebody, t t I don't, is there going to be something in the paper we're gonna, about this? Well, we're going to talk to him about making a presentation remotely um, at the next meeting. Right. Matt Bennett's gone, so the... Yeah. Time skull is not going to get up anyway. I just think that's pretty impressive, right, to mm -hmm. get that kind of accolade for the good work that's going on. So it ought not to go unrecognized in a variety of ways. Yeah, the award's up in the city manager's office if, in the administrative office if you want to go check it out. It's 11 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we're judging by weight, that might be the most substantial <laughs> award ever. Uh, yeah. I, Peck, I'd be happy to lay out a little more detail. Yeah, that'd be great because okay. I don't remember. Uh, yes. I don't have the letter in front of me, so letter. go ahead. Um, so this is so you may remember our customer satisfaction survey is conducted by ETC, and what they found was that we are in the top ten percent of all cities with respect to satisfaction with overall quality of services, satisfaction with customer service provided by employees, and satisfaction with the value residents think they received for local taxes and fees. So we're within the top ten percent of all the communities they survey. 
Why, that just fits right into our executive session we just held on core <laughs> services. <laughs> so regardless of what we think, we got a, you got an award. <laughs> oh, I know. I, that was just a, you're right. I, uh, Councillor Hidalgo Fearing. Um, thank you, Mayor. I just wanted to um, update the council and public, anyone who's out there, and share the opportunity that Mayor Peck and I had with um, staff, with Harold and um, Sandy, and um, who else was there? <laughs> um, so, and, uh, just from staff um, from LHA, um, we went to go visit the Arroyo Village project in Denver. Um, it is a homeless shelter. I mean, it, it houses a myriad of services. Um, it has a trauma-informed design. It was, it was a phenomenal opportunity to see what could be um, and what kind of services we could really, um, we can um, mirror in, in our community as well. Um, that place included every um, homeless shelter to workforce housing, um, a portion of it. So it had 60-bed homeless um, shelter a um, three, 35 one-bedroom apartment units of supportive housing and 95 one, two, and three-bedroom workforce uh, permanently affordable housing um, in, this, in this building. And um, it, it was phenomenal. So, uh, you know, I would really like to continue um, working, finding out ways that, that we can incorpor incorporate something similar with those wraparound services in our community. And thank you for the opportunity, whoever organized that piece. I really appreciate it. That was Molly. That was a lot. <laughs> that was Molly. Yep. So I would like to announce that there's going to be a peak service open house. This is for our peak service on RTD as well as on Amtrak. It's going to be Tuesday, January 31st from 5 to 7 p.m. at the Hampton Inn in Boulder. Yes. Thank you. Um, Councillor McCoy. Thank you, Mayor Peck. Uh, I just would like to uh, uh, wish good luck to all our kids in St. Brain, Boulder Valley, uh, Westminster, and uh, uh, Jeffco school districts that will be competing this weekend at the uh, at Longmont High School at the Future Business Leaders uh, Conference uh, uh, at Longmont uh, on the 28th. So good luck. Good luck. Um, so that is the end of council comments. I don't see any more. City Manager, Harold, do you have remarks? No comments, Mayor Council. Uh, City Attorney, Eugene? No comments, Mayor. Thank you. Can I have a motion to adjourn? So it's been moved and seconded that we adjourn. All those in favor, yell aye. 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 We are adjourned. <laughs>